Welcome to Working Gratitude, real people, real gratitude at work, with your host, Darren Hollingsworth, Chief Gratitude and Accountability Officer at Odonata Coaching and Consulting. The Working Gratitude podcast was launched in 2012 to stimulate dialogue and conversation about research-based best practices of gratitude in the workplace and ways that gratefulness is expressed via philanthropy. These brief interviews with successful leaders from a variety of professional environments will encourage and inspire you and give you ideas about how you can start working gratitude. Thank you for listening to Working Gratitude. Now here's your host, Darren Hollingsworth. Thank you so much for joining us today. I will introduce you to my guest in just a moment, but first I'd like to explain a bit more about why I ask our third question in the Working Gratitude Conversations. How do you express your gratitude for your success at work via volunteering or giving or some sort of community impact? Having worked with many nonprofit organization leaders, staff, and board members, I have seen that most successful and engaged board members are frequently motivated to give back because of some deep sense of gratitude for their success. So when I originally launched Working Gratitude, I wanted to highlight this perspective. So I ask you as our listeners, do you serve on the board of a nonprofit or have you ever wanted to? In my coaching and consulting work, I help volunteer leaders find the right fit on boards that match their personal and philanthropic passions with skills like HR, accounting, marketing, legal, strategy, or leadership that nonprofits sometimes lack. So if you are interested in serving your community and a nonprofit board and need insights about how to make an impact that way, would you send me an email to info at workinggratitude.com? My guest today is Kyle Herman. Kyle is the founder CEO of Be Courageous, the global growth platform helping leaders and organizations create their future today through courageous breakthroughs in culture, strategy, and innovation. I quote Kyle here saying his purpose is to break through impossible. His mission is to positively shape the thinking and actions of the world through courageous action. He is fascinated by the creative relationship between people, strategic change, and how the two interact. Kyle believes we have a powerful untapped potential within us waiting to be discovered and unleashed, and he believes that when we tap into our inner courage, anything can be achieved. He has collectively advised, facilitated, trained, and keynoted over 2,500 sessions to more than 500 brands in over 20 countries across a broad range of industries and cultures. He is adjunct faculty with Singularity University in the areas of innovation, strategy, exponential leadership, and exponential enterprises. A member of the Forbes Business Council for San Francisco, Kyle holds a BA in marketing and design. He is a featured writer, guest lecturer, and keynote speaker. And apart from helping the growth and transformation in others, Kyle is a performing and recording musician and competes in Ironman triathlons. Uh, Kyle has held a variety of positions, including head of employee experience at Old Navy Global, senior director of innovation capacity and organizational effectiveness at Gap Inc., and that's where he and I got to know each other. He was the principal and head of West Coast Division for Synectics World. I've probably said that wrong, Kyle, so you'll have to correct me. Um, 
And he's just had a great experience to share with us in terms of organizational culture, organizational leadership, and innovation from a very human-centered and very courageous perspective. So I want to welcome you to talking with us today on Working Gratitude. Kyle, thanks a, thanks a bunch for joining us. Thank you so much, Darren. I really, really appreciate that great introduction. You're going to have to be with me everywhere I go to give <laughs> that introduction. Well, <laughs> and I'm, I, I'm very, very um, humbled and grateful to be on Working Gratitude today. So thanks for, for having me. Well, when, you were, when we did have the brief opportunity to work together, I was inspired by your work there at Gap Inc. And since I've followed your your work and your career, and even in one of my additional roles, I had hoped to get you connected in the innovation conversation because I really believe in the way you approach your work. So tell our listeners a little bit about that. That bio says a lot, but I want people to understand a little bit more about what you're bringing to the world. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so introducing, introducing my work and, and Be Courageous, uh, we are in a really fortunate position to be facilitating leaders and their organizations to help them bridge between where they are and where they would like to be, helping them to identify and understand the type of future that they would love to live into, where they are in relation to that future, and then how we can help them bridge those gaps. One, identify those gaps, understand the shifts that they need to make from where they are to where they want to be, and then be able to build those bridges and help them activate to actually get there. A big part of our work is that we believe that, like with gratitude, when you really state shift into that feeling and that emotion, you are very present to, to a, a untapped potential and untapped power. And we believe that when we facilitate our, our clients and their organizations to the future that they want to live into, this isn't just standing in the present thinking about the future you want, but it's actually imagining yourself there, visualizing what that's like, looking back to the present, and then working your way back from the future towards the present. So it's a reverse engineering process. But what that takes is, is actually quite a lot of courage. It, it's a, it's, it requires a lot of courage to speak your mind, to speak your ideas, speak your truth. Um, and then be able to actually take the actions towards moving towards that future, which is often requires change. It requires change in habits and behaviors. So our job on the business that we're in is this idea of being courageous, but it's actually facilitating those breakthroughs, whether they're small breakthroughs or big ones, to help our clients reach and create that future that they want to live into. You've worked with some amazing organizations, both internally and now in this work that you're doing, and it's transformational. And, and I, I watched the way you work and, and the way you show up at Gap Inc. And then I've, I've followed your work pretty closely since uh, we haven't worked directly together. And I think you bring a great approach to a corporate environment. And one of the reasons I wanted to have this, this working gratitude conversation with you, because I know you two have been in that conversation and how authentically you show up with this idea of empowering people. So before we start the Working Gratitude conversation, I, as long as I've known you, I had no idea that you were a performing musician. So you've got to tell us, you, you've got to tell us a little bit about that. Are uh, you so kind? I, uh, yeah, so it's one of those things where um, from a very young age, I, I, was, I was raised in a family of musicians and theater actors and, and my, my mom and my dad, uncles and aunts. Uh, so just by natural, I think just by, you know, close proximity, I, I picked up instruments. I landed on the drums. And then uh, in my time of through South Africa and through England, we, we you know, and living in, in Europe and then out to the U.S., 
music's always been part of my my blood. And in South Africa, we actually got to a place where um, that was my full time job. I was a I was a full time professional musician. We were in a rock band, and we toured, and we wrote, and we performed, and we did our best to sell wow. albums. And like any career, when you're starting out, it was really really tough. And um, uh, they got a point when um, you know I met my spouse, and we we had our first child. That music, unfortunately, just wasn't the vehicle that was sustaining a full life. And and always parallel to that, I had a creative. You know, I either had ad- agency jobs or I was doing my facilitation jobs. But what's interesting is my, my life is the idea of being on stage and performing has translated from behind drums, like from a full-time position, has translated from behind drums and doing music to actually being on stage facilitating audiences and rooms and keynoting. And yep. So in some way, the music has shown up differently. But at the same time, I never quit the music. We've We've always had bands. And right now we have a... If, this, if I'm able to plug it, we, sure. have, um, we have a really great act in, in San Francisco. It's called El Cajon, and you can go to elcajonmusic.com. And we're on Pandora and Spotify and Amazon and Apple Music and all those good things. And we tour and we play. But we're, we're all a bunch of executives, and we all have families. And it's, it's our one thing. We get together weekly, and we make sure that we keep the dream alive. <laughs> I love it. So and it's, uh, it's so great. It's so great. Well, I hear the smile on your face when you talk about it. And uh, yeah, I, I have a huge smile on my face for one, having known you the years that I've known you, this just never came up. And I, you know, I haven't Googled you to see that you're in a rock <laughs> band or we're in a rock band. And I just, I find it fascinating. And it's, it's something that our friend and colleague, uh, Eric Severson, who was a previous guest on Working Gratitude, I think you've got yeah. an integrated life and a blended life. And so let's yeah. talk about what all you're grateful for and bring the focus back to your current work and tell our listeners, what are you grateful for at work today? What I'm grateful for at work today um, uh, is, and I was thinking, I was thinking, I was thinking about gratitude this morning. Uh, after I had a, just a really, really amazing phone call with a client who's actually in the Philippines, um, I'm just so grateful for the depth of the relationships that we have with our network, because our business model is a network model. We get to work all over the world, which is amazing. But the depth of relationships that we have with our network and our clients, um, the trust they provide, the collaboration that we have with them, the adventures that we actually take together, how we're actually motivating each other, doing knowledge share and being able to go deeper and push further and harder on on what we believe might be possible. And I'm just, I'm so grateful for the ability that, that what internet and what our, what our technology has provided us with is that literally inspiration can come from anywhere in the planet now um, with zoom and Skype and, you know, communication. I'm, I'm getting to meet people all around the world now, which, which just blow my mind. I'm learning from people every day. And I, I walk away from these phone calls just going, wow, I'm so grateful for dot, dot, dot. It's just a, it's just a, a piece that comes out. So today I'm, I'm really grateful for that. This has been a great week of, of um, international conversations. And, and I just marvel at, how far advanced we are as a human species and how interconnected we truly can be if we want to be. Building relationships, staying connected. Gratitude helps to do that. 
Let's talk then you've about challenges. When you have a successful business, when you've had a successful career, you've had ups and downs. What challenge or challenges have you faced that you can share with our listeners that you can now look back on as a, with a lens of gratitude? Wow, this is such a big question. Um, do we have seven hours? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so first of all, I think challenges I faced at work, you know, and, and looking back with a lens of gratitude, um, I think when you're starting with your own idea, when you, when, you, when you believe in something and you go out into the world to, to spread that idea, one of the first things I think that, that is a real challenge is maintaining a level of self-belief and vision because it's not easy uh, for anybody listening that is runs their own business or is building a business or has built a business. I'm sure they can resonate with just the determination, the motivation, the self-discipline is, is very, very hard. You have to dig into a new part of yourself and the way that you, I think that you, you get, you get through those hurdles is not by being alone, not by doing it alone. And I think the biggest challenges that I've, I've found and faced are equally the greatest things I'm grateful for, which are finding the right business model. You know, you start with an idea, but as soon as you put it into the world, people use it in the way they use it. You know, it often becomes something different than what you first conceived. And you have to be flexible with that. And you have to be open-minded to hear how other people embrace that. That, that in itself is kind of sharing, you know, sharing your idea. It's, it's co-creating, it's being open. And, and within that, it's finding the right team members. It's finding the right fit with client partners. It's finding the right partnership fit. It's, it's finding people that, and, and the right, you know, um, assets or technologies or any of those things to live that out. And that is a challenge because it's trial and error. You're trying to do things at speed and at scale. You're trying to do things with budget. You know, when you're starting out, you, you're really trying to make an impact and every decision, you never know if it's the right or the wrong thing. Um, And the only way you learn is by, by hitting these challenges, by hitting these obstacles and these, sometimes these failures and sometimes taking two steps back to go one step forward. And so, but what's interesting is that when it suddenly clicks and it works, it all makes sense. You look back and go, wow, all of that pain, all of that trouble, all of those decisions, all of those things that didn't work out, all those things where you may have felt like you had been taken advantage of, or there was just conflict, they actually have led you to the place that you are. And so every challenge, now we just kind of almost have this internal mantra in the company is that every challenge we face, Let's look at it as an opportunity to discover and learn. And when we get the learning and we get through it, we have to pause and reflect and and take a moment of gratitude because if we don't, we could miss by just head down and pushing all the time. You, You can get pretty, you can, you can, you can feel pretty overwhelmed and you can feel the challenges, you know, take control. But if you have gratitude for the learnings afterwards, it actually is a beautiful balance. And so those, those are some of the challenges that we face and we still face on a day-to-day basis. But, but we've really learned now that as a challenge comes up, we have to just dig in and go like, right, here's the next lesson. We have a quote inside with our team. We, we say every level has a new devil. If you think of gaming, <laughs> right? Yeah. If, if anyone that's listening has played games, you, you get into a game and you play a level and you always meet this kind of big obstacle at the end of the level. You get through that obstacle and then you get to the next level. And I think it's the same in business. Every level has a new devil. 
you you, you come up against a challenge and it's how you face that challenge, how you overcome it. And when you get through it, if you think of gaming, there's always this little celebration. It's either confetti or some weird dance <laughs> or a, a thing that happens. And if you get through it, take that moment to reflect and really embrace it because what's happened is that you have overcome a massive obstacle. And the way I look at it is that you've, I would believe that you've actually stepped up a level um, to move on to the next. You're now equipped to get there, but you, you have to balance off challenge and gratitude. I think it's, it's super important. I totally agree with you. And I think you've hit the nail on the head that, that the learning you, you not, you are not necessarily uh, thankful for a, a bad quarter and financial results that don't meet shareholder expectations. But if you've learned something and your team learns something and can grow from it and can move forward, that's the simplest way to say you've got something to be grateful for because you, you can change it and you can move forward. Looking at yeah, you 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 you. So, yeah, I was going to say you, you look at those things and you just say you just say what can I learn from this? What could I do better? You know, wh- where where was I responsible for that outcome? And and how could I be grateful for the fact that the challenge showed up? Because if it didn't show up, would I push myself harder? Would I try something new? Would I take another risk? We don't usually do that unless we are, find ourselves in a position of challenge. So. And just seconding what you're saying, but 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 I agree. I, I absolutely agree. When the challenge comes up, you know you're in the right direction. That is, is the way we look at it. Absolutely, absolutely. Let's shift a little bit then directly from work and when people have cultivated leaders, entrepreneurs like you, others have cultivated the sense of gratitude in the workplace for challenges that they face and and find that gratitude in the network that you're building. People want to say thanks in some way or another to either their team or to the community that they live in by donating or volunteering or serving a nonprofit organization. How does that occur for you? What is a point of gratitude for you that, that goes beyond work and into the community? Um, the way it comes, goes beyond work and into community for me um, is there's actually three specific things. We, we take this piece of, of life incredibly seriously we, we believe that there's a there's a virtuous cycle in life that mm-hmm. you've got to give you if you want to get you've got to give and um my wife is a co-founder of our, our current business together we actually beginning of the year we think about um you know for the for the embracing the blessings that we get through our business there's a percentage of what we make we want of time or revenue that we want to give back to certain things. And so we think about, is it, is it education? Is it healthcare? Is it mental health care? Is it entrepreneurship? Is it, you know, young minds, um, whatever those things are, we, we, we actually look at the areas that we see need, we believe in our world need the most support. And we focus there. The three places that we have, um, been, uh, giving time, energy, and money to has the one has been the leukemia and the lymphoma society, which is all around cures for cancer. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned in the bio that I do Ironman. I don't actually, I, I have done a few Ironman in, in isolation, but what I've actually done is partnered with the leukemia and lymphoma society. They have a division called team and training. Mm-hmm. And what you do is you sign up to a very tough challenge that I put myself through. But by putting myself through that challenge, I set at the same time, I set a particular amount of money I'm looking to raise from my community. And it's a really great thing as opposed to just dialing for dollars, which is like, hey, I'm part of this. I'm just trying to find money for this thing. I say, look, I'm actually taking on this challenge. I am putting myself through 
this very difficult situation or I'm going to put myself in this, in this challenging situation and I'm doing it to raise as much money as I can for cures for cancer. And so my wife and I, across the couple of years that we've been doing triathlons together, we have raised $30,000 for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. So that's one way. Another, another group has been a group called Lava May. They have mobile showers for homeless. Mm-hmm. Um, they're you know, in San Francisco and L.A., and it's an amazing, amazing group. Um, they have uh, you know, created this system where if you think of like what almost looks like a, um, it's, it's a trailer, you know, mm-hmm. like if you think of bands that go on tour, right. there's, a, you know, there's a bus or there's this trailer that shows up. They park in particular areas. And then what they do is they create almost a little village around this, um, this shower trailer. And then for any of the homeless in the area, they can come and they can get a clean body. They can get fresh, you know, hygienic products to clean themselves. They can get some fresh clothing. Um, it is, it's phenomenal. So what we do there is that we work with their executive team and we go in and uh, facilitate some of their, 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 their leadership officers to think about strategy and just to think about, you know, different ways, innovation ways to, you know, keep, um, you know, keep raising money or keeping that business, you know, growing. Um, so that, that's another way. And then the third way, which is very fresh for us, is that we started to open up our um, time and space for young entrepreneurs who are looking to bring new things to the world, but they need some strategic advice or help, or they would like to get some perspective on, you know, what the challenges may be, or if they're facing a challenge, or even if they need a little bit of investment, um, we've been opening ourselves up to make ourselves available to anybody that has an idea um, that they want to bring to the world. Um, how can we help them, you know, bring some of those tools, methodologies from our experience of facilitating large companies or SMEs who have gone through the pains of growth, mm-hmm. that we can help them anticipate what's coming. Um, so, and we 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 do that pro bono. And, you know, we dedicate, we pick a couple of different companies a year and then we, we dedicate some energy and time to them um, to see them thrive and grow. So th- those are a few ways that we are, that we are giving back you um, are really... and it, and it, 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 and it helps us tenfold. It's, it's absolutely true that if you give you, you know, the world opens up and starts to give you back. It's, it's really true. Kyle, you are really living gratitude and you have worked it and you continue to work it. And I thank you for joining me today to share this perspective of your give back, of facing challenges with gratitude and just living a grateful life in the workplace. So I am grateful to keep in touch with you and look forward to seeing what else Be Courageous brings to the world. Thanks for joining me. Thank you so much, Darren. And um, huge gratitude for working gratitude and all gratitude to the listeners. Well, have have an absolutely amazing day. And to our increasing number of listeners, thank you for joining us on Working Gratitude. Let us hear from you with your comments, ratings, and reviews, and via our email, info at workinggratitude.com. For more episodes, please subscribe wherever you listen at, or visit workinggratitude.com. If you've listened this far, I have a special offer to say thanks for your support. If you are a nonprofit executive or a board member of a nonprofit, I am offering a limited number of complimentary collaboration sessions to explore ways that executive directors, CEOs, senior development staff, and boards have benefited from my work with them. Whether your nonprofit has an executive in transition or needs an assessment of fundraising strategy, I would like to offer my services in a complimentary collaboration session. 
send an email to info at workinggratitude.com. And thank you again for listening. Join us again next time on Working Gratitude. Darren Hollingsworth has had a thriving career as a financial advisor, sales professional, senior fundraising professional, and nonprofit executive. Now, via business, success, and philanthropy coaching, Darren is passionate about helping successful executives realize and exceed their personal and professional potential. He helps business and nonprofit leaders find and confirm their passion, their inspiration, and motivation. This is accomplished through collaborative work based on gratitude, experience, encouragement, and accountability. As Darren says, surviving is not enough. Thriving is the goal. Additionally, Darren works with businesses, nonprofit organizations, and boards of directors to create new possibilities for transformational customer and donor relationships, organizational strategic visioning and governance, as well as continuity and succession planning. Via collaboration and consulting, Darren engages with clients to empower them to build upon strengths and face challenges with confidence and expertise. To hear more Working Gratitude and for information about Darren Hollingsworth and Odonata Coaching and Consulting, visit our website, odonatacoaching.com, or visit us on Facebook at facebook.com slash odonatacoaching, or search wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening to Working Gratitude. Working Gratitude, copyright Darren Hollingsworth and Odonata Coaching and Consulting, all rights reserved.